0: Hi, I'm Francine and you're listening to the Pixie Dust Fan Podcast, a podcast where our first topic of conversation will always be Disney. I've been a Disney fan for as long as I can remember, and I'm determined to bring more of that Disney magic into my everyday life. So if you need a little extra pixie dust in your day, you've come to the right place. Thanks so much for listening and let's get started. Welcome to episode three of the Pixie Dust Fan Podcast. I'm so excited to have Carrie on the show today. If you follow me online, you know Carrie and I have had many Disney adventures together. So, welcome to the show, Carrie. Hi, Fran. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to be your very first guest. Oh, I'm excited to have you as my very first guest. <laughs> it had to be you, of course. <laughs> so, I figured it would be a great time to maybe tell everyone listening a little bit about you, Carrie. Um, Do you want to just sort of introduce yourself for those who don't know? I guess.
1: Um, My name is Carrie. (laughs) I like on Instagram, at Muppet Crazy. I like Disney parks, especially Disneyland. I love the Muppets and I love cats, my cats, Disney cats, all cats. That's pretty much me in a nutshell.
0: That's, that's pretty, (laughs) that's a pretty good summary, Carrie, for sure. So thank you again for being here with me. Um, Carrie and I actually thought it would be fun to go over sort of the things that we like to buy when we're in the park. So the things that are for sure um, on the top of our shopping list when we're there. Uh, We have a trip coming up at the end of August together. So um, shopping is definitely on our list. (laughs) So we made our list of top five things that we go shopping for when we visit the Disney parks. They're kind of souvenirs or, I don't know, Carrie, can we even call them souvenirs when we just sort of buy them all the time?
1: We go, we travel there an awful lot. So yeah, I think they are souvenirs, but I don't know if we could, if we should call them souvenirs.
0: Right. (laughs) (laughs) Well, so you're my guest. So I'm going to ask for you to go first. Maybe we'll do one each. Okay. so, why don't you tell me what's number one on your list of must-buy items when you visit the Disney parks? So, number one on my list is
1: Disney pins, because I am a Disney pin trader or a collector or a buyer. <laughs> I definitely buy and collect more than I than I trade. Um, so, that's number one on my list. So, every time I go to the parks, I'm, I'm always bringing home pins for myself or pins for my Disney friends, for sure. So...
0: Yes, and you you don't trade as much as you buy, um, <laughs> <laughs> for sure. And you're always looking for sort of the new release, or whenever we've been there, you're looking for the newest one that's come out, and we have to go looking to see if we can get it for you.
1: Right, because so before um, usually every month or before the start of the month, Disney releases a PDF online that will show all of the upcoming releases um all of the limited limited edition releases that are coming to the parks so if i'm going to be there when um something that i want is out then i'm for sure running to the parks at the date that it opens the day that the the um the pin is is released um to get those special ones Uh, yes mm
0: -hmm. yeah and it's you know then you can buy quite a few of them and bring them home in the tiny little suitcase that you travel with. So for those that, um, that don't know, Carrie can pretty much go anywhere for any length of time with just a carry on suitcase. So I guess it's, it's probably a good thing, Carrie, that your number one thing is really kind of tiny.
1: Well, pins are small definitely. You can tuck them in all kinds of places often. Like if you've brought home a mug or two, you could you could put your pins in a mug. There's lots of places to tuck the pins in, but they are heavy. Like if you've got a lot of them, they do get they do get
0: heavy, but they are small. But they don't so. normally weigh your carry-on. So you're, you're kind <laughs> yeah. of lucky that way, right? <laughs> yeah.
1: And I don't bring home that many, but I bring home I bring home a few usually every time. <laughs> Sometimes I brought home a lot when I when uh when we're there for like the start of food and wine or, or, you know, a festival where there's special pins and I have to bring home quite a few for my friends, I might bring home much more than usual, but yeah, a few here and there. Right. Mm-hmm.
0: So what's your number one? So uh, shockingly, my number one thing to buy when I'm in the parks is um, T-shirts. No. <laughs> yeah. So It's yeah, my addiction is definitely Disney t shirts. And it's like it's specific kinds of t shirts. Although, you know, I go outside of this and every time I kick myself when I do it. But there's certain t shirts, they're like the nice light material um, that I really like. They're nice and cool. And I've bought, you know, when I like the sayings on them or, or things like that, and I end up buying them, and they're the heavier material. I always kick myself when I get home because, you know, I only wear it once or twice because it's just too hot. Um, but yes, I have, I have an addiction for Disney T-shirts, and yeah, I'm forever buying them. I think one trip you actually said to me that you were putting me on like a ban, yeah, uh, when we were in Disneyland. I like, think
1: that was because the trip before you came home with like enough for two or three trips yeah <laughs> so then I teased you and said you weren't allowed to to buy any more um t-shirts and I think it was kind of tricky for you to find ones you like that trip because you had bought so many of the new ones the last time I think you were okay with that with that band but then the following trip I'm pretty sure when I you think went, I went a little
0: crazy <laughs> yeah yeah I think it's um because you know, they've come out it used to be like you would look on Etsy or things like that for some of the clever sayings and slogans and really sort of the attraction t shirts. But now like Disney has totally upped their game there. Right. These shirts are really cool.
1: They I find that with all of the merchandise. Like it seems like they've they've finally tuned in with what's happening like in the underworld with all the Etsy shops and the things <laughs> that people make. And they've they're kind of like, Oh, I could do that. I could do that too. So now you can buy both. You can buy the Etsy ones if that's what you did before. And then you can also buy the ones in the parks. And back in the old days, like park t-shirts used to be just plain like boxed shirts. Yeah. And now they have, now they have stuff that you can buy that you could, you could wear to work in an office because there's hidden Mickeys and in and yeah. the, the print and, and most people would, e- wouldn't even notice that it had a hidden Mickey in it. So it went, you know, big steps from being just a boxed you know, Mickey Mouse t shirt to to what I have now. It's almost impossible, you know, to abstain
0: (laughs) from buying some
1: stuff (laughs) like that.
0: Right, they just they have way too many. So that is definitely my uh, my addiction. So what's your your second thing on your list? So
1: the second thing on my list is pressed penny. So because I am a collector at, at Heart, I have the collector gene. I'll collect. You are
0: such a collector. I'll collect
1: anything like paper clips, <laughs> you name it, I would collect it. Um, I like doing the pressed penny. So the pressed penny machines are located all across the Disney parks. They you put um, two quarters and a penny in the machine and then you either crank the machine or you press the button and it makes your penny into a flat penny with an awesome image on it. Um, So I do collect those. And the last time I went to Disneyland, just before I left, I found out that someone had made a Disneyland press penny app. And I think there's also one for Walt Disney World Two now, but on this app, they've loaded pictures of all of these press pennies that are in the park, and then you can kind of um, indicate that you own them or not, so that you can have a checklist. And then if you have press pennies that aren't on the app, then you can take a picture of them and upload them, so your collection is right there at your fingertips. So wow, that's pretty <laughs> as a as a collector. That's that's pretty cool. That's uh, pretty
0: awesome. <laughs> but I know that you're not a big fan of the ones that are more like automated. They're not that crank. Like the old school ones where you had to crank the penny yourself. Yeah, like I
1: find like because press pennies have been around forever. Like I have more than just Disney press pennies. I have press pennies like from the zoo when I was when I was younger. When my niece and nephew were younger, we would get press pennies wherever we could find a machine. And yeah, they have these machines where you can put in like a bill or you can put your credit card in, and then you can get all of them. So say the machine has eight press pennies, you can you can put whatever amount is for those press pennies, and then they kind of all pop out so it kind of loses the magic of of you know you cranking the penny yeah. and actually pressing yourself or even pressing the button and seeing the penny getting squished um so I don't really like I don't really like those machines yeah. um
0: so it but t- still it kind of takes something away from the whole experience
1: yeah like I like that they still have they're still doing press pennies and they at the parks they'll do special editioned press pennies like they'll have um a press penny for um, Disneyland's anniversary or um, that Christmas time. I think they do, you know, press nickels or press dimes. I've heard like they have different ones for different things. So it's neat that they still do that at least like they, it's not like these are press penny machines with old images. Like they're always updating them. But, but recently the brand new press penny machines are these big um, mammoth uh, electronic machines and yeah so they do kind of lose the thrill a little bit but and you know I still I still (laughs) I have my little pouch of my fifth my quarters I save all of my quarters (laughs) and my American pennies and I have a little pouch that I put in my uh travel bag and so that I'm always prepared just in case. sometimes I forget to press them sometimes I'm on like a press penny mission um (laughs) so it depends but I do have I have quite an extensive collection of press pennies
0: (laughs) It's going to require an Instagram account. Maybe. That sounds like a good
1: idea. I don't know how many people will follow that one, but in the meantime, I'll keep putting my press pennies into that really cool app. app. So what's your number two, Fran?
0: My second thing on my list would probably be stuff that's ride memorabilia kind of related. So um, things that are really reflective of the attractions that I love and or sort of walt disney related so things like um you know i have like the mr toad statue from the graveyard outside the haunted mansion haunted mansion is one of my favorite attractions um so i have like that statue or the clock so you know the the big clock with the the finger on the the dial in the haunted mansion yep have a replica like the replica of that clock in my living room um which, you know, it's hard because, like, my Disney friends, when they come over, they totally get what it is. But my non-Disney friends, like, they walk in and they're like, why you got this ugly clock? <laughs> and, you know, like, you've got a big frog standing next to a big ugly clock. <laughs> you like, don't talk, don't say that about Mr. Toad. Don't call right? him ugly. <laughs> right? They're like, I don't get this. Like, it really, yeah. So, those, but those kind of things are really my, um, my, my favorite thing to buy is things that are. Really specific to attractions. That's cool. Yeah. Now, and so what would be your third one on your list?
1: So my third thing is Disney jewelry. So I often buy Disney themed earrings when I'm there. I love to buy. i um, like Mickey Mouse earrings, or I have a really cool pair of a Tiki Bird uh, earrings. Oh yes. And I do oh, nice. um, indulge in buying the Alex and Ani bracelets. Absolutely. Oh. So. And I that's do. my
0: number three. <laughs> the alex and Ani bracelets are really cool like and they are addictive because they're affordable right
1: yes they are
0: but i think we've talked about it before they can be distracting like you know wearing sort of the like the bracelets when you're wearing them to work or you're wearing them somewhere and they jingle
1: yes they do um, yeah I definitely don't wear them to work all the time because they jingle sometimes I'm like I don't care I'm wearing my Alex and Annie bracelets no matter what jingle away but sometimes I go oh, I'll put on something else but I definitely try to wear my yeah. Disney earrings for sure but yeah they jingle a little bit like they they um up against your keyboard or your laptop if you're in a meeting they kind of make some noise people yeah. kind of give me the side eye because you're making you're making, <laughs> you're making I, jingling noises but I never awesome.
0: even noticed it like because I guess I'm just so used to hearing it And I was in one of the, you know, like one of the development courses or whatever at work. And they had like teaching you how to do public speaking. And part of the presentation was you had to stand in front of all of these people. And then they videotaped you talking about something, you know, anything, right? Any subject. Of course, my subject was Disney because it's just easier because I know that. Um, And then after you do the presentation, people critique you. So your peers critique you. And every single one of them said it was difficult to concentrate on what I was saying because of my bracelets jingling. Oh. <laughs> and I, I didn't even notice. I guess because I talk so much with my hands, I didn't even notice that, yeah. And they were like, you got to use lose the bracelets if you're giving like a public speech or something. Right. Oh, yeah. dear. Yeah. So they're pretty jingly. Okay. So what's your number four on your list?
1: Uh, number four is... Um, hoodies or the zip up uh, sweatshirts so I don't buy t-shirts very often I'll buy the odd one if I see one that I absolutely fall in love with but I love hoodies so I usually buy one every trip and then it's my most favorite hoodie in the whole wide world and I'll wear it and I'll wear it and I'll wear it till it's not my favorite hoodie and then another hoodie comes (laughs) into my life and then then you swap them out they swap them out that other hoodie goes and hangs out in the closet with all of my other hoodies Um, so yeah definitely
0: do they come out of rotation though? Do they ever, do you ever go back into the closet? Yeah, I, do. Of the... I do sometimes,
1: but yeah, I definitely, usually the one that I get that I fall in love with last is the one that's, that's the superstar. And I wear that one all the time. And then, and, and I pull the other ones out, but yeah, definitely um, <laughs> have a closet, closet full of them. And I don't like getting rid of them either. So it's, it's right. another collection, I suppose.
0: Yeah. And you, so you normally wear one on the plane because it's usually chilly on the plane and then you buy one when you're there. So then you really just have to find room in your case for that one.
1: Yeah, for sure. Unlike someone else I know who usually packs two or three hoodies and then still buys one. Yes, I usually, I I usually go prepared that I know I'm going to buy one. So then I pack, I pack light in the sweater department.
0: I don't like to leave it up to chance. Like what if it's there's something that I don't like, what if I get there and there's not a hoodie I want? Yeah, I don't know that that's ever happened, but just in case.
1: <laughs> yeah, I you know? think that's exactly right. I think there's a really good chance you will find one.
0: Oh, they're okay. usually. Or you is. could just
1: put on a whole bunch of t-shirts to stay warm.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because yeah, chances are, I've bought a few t-shirts. Well, <laughs> what's
1: it's, um, what's your yeah. number four?
0: Mine would be so my this one I've had to curb. So I would say the last two trips, I have really I don't think I've bought any. Uh, and those are the Disney Doonies. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I have, I just love them. I love the quality. They're such good quality. The leather is so soft. Um, I love the satchels because they're nice and big and I can get, you know, like I can carry as little or as much as I want. And I love in the Dooney purses, they have like this, It's it's like a big stretch piece of leather with a hook on the end and it's sewn into the side of the purse. So you put your keys on the end of it. So whenever you've lost your keys in your purse, because you know how that happens, you just find that thing that's sewn onto the side of the purse and you just pull it and out comes your keys. Like it's just, it's so small, but it's so fabulous that it's just, I love it. Um, well, those
1: dooney big doony purses are pretty big. Like no wonder you you could lose more than your keys in there. So that, know, <laughs> that really, little hook.
0: Is handy. Are, but you know, I'm finding now that they're coming out with so many different patterns that. I can't I can't decide sometimes or they come out with a pattern that I really love but not in the style that I like so that Haunted Mansion one that came out this year where it kind of looked almost like cartoony Mm -hmm. um, I loved it but they didn't have one in like the satchel purse so it was either like a gigantic purse or like a little tiny one that wouldn't fit anything so I didn't end up getting it
1: it's it's Yeah, that's, that sucks.
0: (laughs) It's frustrating, right? Because, you know, I loved the original Haunted Mansion print when it first came out and it sold out. And I like I was stalking online for it. And then like three or four months later, it finally came back in stock. And then I was kind of over it by over then. It, yeah,
1: you didn't want it anymore. Well, right. that's the thing. I think in the beginning, there were there were so few styles that when they came out, they were hot. Like I remember when that Haunted Mansion purse came out like that big jumbo one. And I was there and I and I went right to Epcot to check it out in the morning because I wanted to lay my eyes on it because I was determined that I wanted that purse it's right? about time it's like we've been waiting forever for haunted mansion and i saw it and i was like oh my goodness it's humongous it's this it's that and i decided that i that i didn't want it and and those suckers sold out like people were lined up buying yeah. these purses and now they make so many different styles and designs yeah. so my thing is that like i have a couple of the smaller uh, Dooney and burke purses but i I'd like I'd love to get a bigger one but I want to wait for like the perfect purse or even the one that I like that is love at first sight and I fall fall completely <laughs> in love with but you see something that you really like you're like oh my goodness I love this purse and then you know, we're not down there, so we can't buy it right away. But a few weeks later, a month later, there's a whole other line of of designs. And then you're like, ooh, look at that one. So right. it's almost like I'm I'm afraid to buy that that purse unless it's a purse that I absolutely, like I said, love at first sight. And there's no there's no
0: doubt about it. <laughs> but like, I thought like that cat purse was gonna be your purse. Like I was I was fairly certain I was down there when it just after it came out. And, like, I video chatted with you so that you could see the purse. I was willing to pick it up for you. But yeah, you just des- decided, no, that wasn't the one for you either. Yeah,
1: it was the color. I didn't re- – I wasn't in love with the color of it. I yeah. like that they put a bunch of different cats on it. I really like that there was – um totally different cats than the last cat purse that they had done but i didn't love i didn't love the color my dream dooney with cats would have like the villainous cats on it so scar right. and lucifer and the wild cats like that would be my dream that
0: would be it for you
1: but um but there's definitely some that have seriously tempted me but then yeah you're always wondering oh the, w- i wonder what the next one will look like what because you know I you can see? buy yeah. you can have a couple of those big ones but big sized doonies but you're not going to buy you know them over and over and over again. So
0: right, well, you
1: you've been behaving in the dooney department like you you've. you've been, I like, have. You could have I, been buying doonies and t-shirts, but you've just been buying t-shirts
0: now. Yeah, I that
1: true. I I'm think trying. you're more like me now. You're more like before. You were buying them more often. I think now you're just waiting for the right the right ones.
0: Yeah, I'm waiting for the right dooney. Mm-hmm. Yeah, whereas before I would just see a pattern, fall in love with it, and then it was just sold habit, right. <laughs> And because they were always making satchels, but now they've, st- they've mixed that up. So yeah. Yeah. Okay. They definitely so definitely
1: make a bunch of different sizes now, which is, I suppose, better than
0: it's probably better, but they just keep skipping the satchel. Yeah. That, yeah. Okay. So what is your number? We're on number five. Now this is the last one. What's your number five?
1: Uh, my number five, I, I struggled because there's definitely more than five things that I would consider regular items that i buy but i picked for my number five disney art so i love the prints that that you can buy there and i'll and if i can't buy a print then i'll buy postcards even they put like the art on all kinds of other things magnets and keychains and t-shirts and stuff like that but yeah i love disney art so i try to when i can if i fall in love with a piece to buy the print or or at least a postcard that i could bring home and put in a frame and hang up in my disney room
0: yes those and those postcards and stuff like you can get a bunch of them they have that great little corner in it's the co-op right in disney springs Mm -hmm. and they have sort of all the different sort of artists featured and little like they have smaller prints and things like that different than the art of disney store
1: yeah and i like how they have they'll have the artists there too so sometimes you can you can see if your artist is going to be there but you can get them to sign it which is kind of cool if you ask me
0: That's pretty cool. Yeah,
1: Disney, what's your number
0: five? Number five for me would probably be, like, home decor stuff. So Mm -hmm. things for decorating my house, I think. You know, when I see the the kitchen utensils or canisters or, you know, even, like, the the floor mat. So I got a a welcome mat that has Dole Whip on it. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, so, like, really anything that I could use to decorate my house – is kind of yeah it it just speaks to me
1: but you're like you there must be you must be at the point where it's hard to find stuff that you need though because uh yeah your house is pretty darn cool for all of that stuff like you have mickey mouse everywhere and even like when when we're when we're over there and you offer us food like the plates are mickey shaped the spoons are mickey shaped the bowls are disney something or other um, it's just everywhere. So like, yeah. it must be, you must get to the point where you're like, oh snap, I already have one of those. I can't, I can't buy
0: it. <laughs> That's happened a couple times where I brought something home from the park because I thought it was so cool. And then I'm like, oh, I already have that. So then, yeah, then people end up getting them as gifts because, you know, I've, <laughs> I've already You've brought already it been- or I have it at home. Um, but yeah, like I like to make sure that obviously Disney is everywhere in my house, but sometimes i like it to be more subtle than sort in your face like stuff that people don't necessarily notice as much is just like the the classic mickey shape um or even like the hands so i have mickey mouse's hands in the bathrooms like on that hold up the towel racks um and hold the soap and most people don't even really notice that they're not just like a regular shelf um
1: well that's what i think is great about your your house because it's just like it's it's your everyday stuff. So like every single everyday item almost I would say is is somehow related to Disney. But when you go in your house, it doesn't look like, you know, a Disney store like exploded. It really <laughs> is like it's just every little bit like you name it, if if it's possible for it to be Disney themed, it is. And and you just kind of as you're looking around, you, you go, Oh my goodness, look at that or look at this. Like every in your kitchen, everything is Disney but it's not like you walk in and go holy smokes what a Disney kitchen (laughs) you're just like you're in there and then you're like oh look at that oh look at that oh and then you bring out our lunch and we're like oh Disney plates oh Disney (laughs) I was like I didn't and so and because you've been a Disney fan for so long like you've got some pretty cool like old stuff like stuff you've probably had for years and years and years and years because I know I've asked you you know where did you get this from and you'd say oh well you know back you know, when I first moved out of my house or whatever, you know, so you've got some some pretty uh, vintage uh, Disney parks home decor, which is very, very, very cool.
0: I've been collecting like that kind of stuff for a long, long time. And it, you know, it pains me because when I moved out of my parents' house and when I cleaned out their house, um, I threw out so many great pieces that I I should, you know, like I donated them all and I should have just held on to them. Um, but yeah, so I'm always on the search for a lot of like those vintage pieces. I just love them. Mm -hmm. So that's sort of our top five must purchase items when we're in the parks. Um, that it's, it's a pretty comprehensive list. I think they're, um, these are kind of the great things to, to buy and bring home that we've sort of become a little addicted to. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I think we're both a little bit like um collectors in in some of these things. <laughs> I think that just like, kind of happens. Like if you go to Disney parks
1: often, you're bound to fall in love with something that you just want more and more and more of.
0: Yeah, and I think that's, you know, and, you and you're kind of so normal, careful, right? <laughs> like when I look at the pins, I love those pins. And I'd love to see you guys when you guys are going to buy them and, and trade them but I, I don't want to start buying them because I can't I can't have another addiction um, another thing that I need to buy when I'm there I just can't so I try to stay away from it but you never know someday it might just pop up You my see. yeah
1: I think we all have something where we know we shouldn't kind of go into that into that realm right when it comes to our
0: Disney fandom oh so. oh yeah yeah and some people collect ears and and things like that so well, that's a perfect example right like at least pins you can
1: put on a cork board or put them in a binder or put them in a box and put them in your closet right i guess with ears you could do the same thing and they're just a little bit trickier to display so yes yeah, yeah. So we'll have oh my goodness lots, yeah. and, lots and lots of of ears <laughs> um yeah so yeah i'm sure we all have something where we're like yeah we won't go there we, we we've picked our disney yes or vice and, and or the things we're collecting and then
0: this is sort of as far as we're taking it.
1: Can't, we can't collect it all.
0: <laughs> oh Well, Carrie, one of the things that I plan to do at the end of every episode of the podcast is ask uh, my guest and myself to share something that sort of brought us pixie dust this week. Um, it can be anything. It could be, you know, like it could be a new lipstick you tried. It could be a food that you love. It could be a TV show that made you laugh um, or a quote you heard. Anything that really... Brought you some joy or made your life better this okay. week. That's, so. uh, that one's easy for me this week. Oh. So I,
1: <laughs> next time, I don't know, but this week I've got the answer. So Excellent. I have been, um, loving the subscription box services. So for the last six weeks or so, I've been doing a dot CA, where I get meals, uh, well, recipes and ingredients delivered where we where I make the meals um, and I absolutely love it like it's absolutely working for me um, I get meals delivered I actually after a couple weeks I was like "Ooh, they do smoothies so I'm I'm getting smoothies delivered frozen <laughs> smoothies where I just have to add my almond milk to oh, them Oh, that's awesome um, so that has been bringing me a heck of a lot of joy it's been getting me to eat so uh, you get cook.
0: you you get the ingredients and then you cook the meal yeah, so they
1: give you a recipe with step-by-step ingredients and then step-by-step instructions and then all of the ingredients that you need. The only thing you need are, from home are pots and pans, strainers, zesters, and olive oil. Wow. Usually that's all that you need. Um, and then you just follow the step-by-step instructions and make your dinner. So That's awesome. It's awesome. And I've been also doing an uh, artist um, box called paletteful packs and so every month they deliver a box of art supplies and they give you like a little card that you're supposed to use for inspiration um but it's just to try new art supplies um and just to get yourself creating um so, so i've been doing hard. that too and i really i really like that as well so these two things like i they've been around for quite a while these new subscription boxes. If you Google them, you can get a subscription box for pretty much anything on earth nowadays, delivered yeah. to your house once a month. So I hadn't tried them yet, but I but I did and I'm very I'm very happy and it and it does bring me a lot of pixie dust and joy. So
0: yeah and I'm hearing like really great that I've never tried a subscription box myself for anything, but you see them online all the time that people subscribe to them for for different things for food for like I had no idea that they had like an arts and crafts one that's fantastic so there's a
1: few of them like I had to research to figure which one I wanted to do you're kidding mm-hmm. there's a few of them and I was I could not I, like I I was watching YouTube videos and and seeing what what people had done with them and what kind of things came in each, in each box. Like I had to, I did a research before I picked which one I was going to do.
0: I would never Mm -hmm. think that there would be more than like one arts and crafts kind of subscription box. And you, you are very crafty and very um, talented when it comes to art. Like, I mean, we kid you, but when we were on that, um, the D two, three, when we were at the, the event last year and they gave us like a sketchbook and then they were teaching us how to sketch Mickey um the rest of us kind of gave up after the first year and yours came out really good
1: that was my most favorite thing i was i brought my sketchbook to all the sessions and you guys are like left it in the room yeah i was like party poopers
0: yeah i'm not drawing nothing but carrie's like mickey mouse was really good yeah yeah, you were very you're very artistic so that subscription box would be really good but yeah it
1: was just mostly to spark me to be a little bit more creative like i love to do all that stuff but you just get so busy you know in your day-to-day and i i do crafty things like i've always scrapbooked and made cards and whatever but i love to paint and i love to draw and i love trying new things so it's just sort of a you know kick me in the butt to get me um motivated to try these things because i've got these supplies so
0: that's awesome Mm -hmm. oh good for you
1: what's your pixie dust
0: thing oh so mine um mine is food related (laughs) so I recent so I had tried this. I had tried Five Guys um, a few years ago. So it's a burger place in um, Canada. Five Guys,
1: isn't and it called Five Guys Burgers and Fries?
0: Is it Five Guys Burgers and know. Fries? It quite, Maybe. it might be. <laughs> it might Maybe be. Maybe that's what they say on the radio commercials. Yeah, that uh, that might be it. But I had tried them a few years ago, and I was kind of like, eh. and then the other night I was out with my nephew, and we just we were sort of in the vicinity, and I just I really felt like a hamburger. So I'm like, okay, let's go try five guys. And when we went in, they have like, the, it's like a little burger and a little fries. So instead of like a kid's meal where, you know, you get like four French fries and a hamburger that's barely the size of your palm. Um, this was sort of the the perfect size between like a kid's meal and a full on adults, this is way too much food meal. Um, and it was delicious. Mm. So I I could I was kind of pleasantly surprised it was just the right amount of food and I enjoyed it so much we had it for dinner that night and then I went back for lunch the next day and since it's only a couple of blocks from my house I have to decide that this is not going to be an addiction because it could be very dangerous that um, it was so good but you know and it's only up the street so yeah I gotta I gotta nip that one in the bud I don't I don't want it to become <laughs> out of control but it really is the perfect <laughs> amount of food.
1: Well, that's great. Well, then you know, you've you got a great place to go for your burger
0: fix. I do. And, you know, right down. So next to the Five Guys is that place, the Menchies or whatever, that has like the, the Dole Whip flavored. Um, I don't know what. Like it's not ice cream. It's like frozen yogurt.
1: Frozen yogurt, I think. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's really good. So hmm. I have to kind of avoid that whole sort of box mall up there. <laughs> Sounds
1: perfect to me.
0: Yeah. yeah. So, Those were our things I will make sure to link to those subscription boxes as well in the show notes for anybody that's looking for them. Um, You know, these are the ones that Carrie likes and you'll have to let us know if, uh, if you have them or you've been using them and what you think of them. And Carrie, thank you so much for being with me today and going over our shopping lists and sharing some pixie dust. I hope you'll do it again. For sure. It was a lot of fun. Thank you for inviting me. Maybe we'll just have to record another one. Sounds good. All right. Thanks, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to the Pixie Dust Fan podcast. I am so grateful for the time that you shared with me today. If you enjoyed the episode, I'd really appreciate if you could rate and review on whatever platform you're listening on. Reviews are really important in the podcast world. If you want to interact between podcast episodes, you can find me on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram as Pixie Dust Fan, And you can always find my blogs and show notes on pixiedustfan.com. Till next time, remember that you are never too old to be young. Chase your dreams and design your own happily ever after.